Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Jim Leach Show, live and local here on WMAY. We're well over a year and a half into the pandemic. COVID-19 remains a major issue. Vaccination policy in particular, very much a hot-button topic. An Illinois lawmaker has new legislation on this subject. He's calling his bill the Freedom Act. Republican Representative Adam Niemerg of Teutopolis joins us live this afternoon to talk about it. Representative, thanks for taking the time. Great to have you on the program. Oh, thank you, Jim. Thank you so much for having me on this afternoon. Give us the the quick synopsis of your legislation. What would the Freedom Act do? Well, essentially, the Freedom Act states that you may not, an employer or a or a governmental agency may not may not force mandated vaccines. Essentially, it just says if you want to make that decision uh, between you and your doctor, have conversations with you and your doctor, or you and your family, you can make the decision for yourself if either A, you want to be vaccinated, or B, you decide not to be vaccinated. Now, as I've read the legislation, it seems to specifically talk about the COVID-19 vaccine. Would this apply only to the COVID vaccine? Why not apply it to all vaccination policy? That's a very good question. Throughout the state of Illinois, we have religious exemption forms for every vaccine except COVID-19. Now, the Health Care Right of Conscience Act, which was amended last month in veto session, is still applicable to next June, Okay. So under the Health Care Right of Conscience Act, there are five temporary restraining orders issued against vaccination mandates throughout the state of Illinois. But once that is changed, once that that change occurs and that amendment becomes statute, we no longer have religious exemptions here in the state of Illinois for the COVID-19 vaccination. And my fear is that we'll get into session in early January. The Democrats will only need a simple majority. They can change the Health Care Right of Conscience Act at that particular time and we no longer have till next June, but we have till next January. What this bill does is it codifies it into law, into statute, and it basically says that if you want to get vaccinated, you can. If you do not, you do not have to. Plain and simple, and that's what we need here in the state of Illinois. You call it the Freedom Act. It's officially titled the COVID-19 Religious Exemption Act, but the language of the legislation uh, says that it doesn't have to be specifically a religious exemption. It could be based on people's beliefs, including just their views on health care, which I-, I take that to read that if somebody just sees a-, a YouTube video and decides they don't like the vaccine, that's sufficient enough reason to uh, object to these policies and to-, to claim a, quote, right of conscience here. Uh, does your bill provide for someone to uh, to pursue a lawsuit damages under this even if it's not a religious exemption but just anybody's belief even if it's not necessarily based on science or fact this bill allows an individual to go to an employer and not be discriminated against as a condition of employment for COVID-19 vaccinations only okay now if an employer or a governmental agency mandates a COVID-19 vaccine, there is legal recourse within this bill that allows them to file litigation against that employer or that governmental agency because we have to have teeth to enforce particular pieces of statute, particular pieces of legislation. Therefore, I have that in this particular bill that if somebody is forced to be vaccinated by a governmental agency or by an employer as a opportunity or as a condition of employment, they have that recourse. And again, just so I'm clear, that doesn't have to be based upon a, a specific religious exemption. They don't have to cite a, a religious proviso from the Bible or anything. It can be based upon just their own personal viewpoint on this. That is correct, because we want to clarify all ambiguity on this particular issue 
and place it in statute because I don't want there to be any room for any discussions when it comes to who may or may not qualify for that religious exemption. What I want folks to do is to have conversations with their doctors, to have conversations with their family members, and come to that conclusion for themselves. This is not a pro-vaxxer. This is not an anti-vax argument when it comes to this particular piece of legislation. This is merely allowing people to make the decision for themselves, to allow them the opportunity to go to their doctor and have that conversation, to allow them to have the opportunity to sit around the dinner table and have that discussion with their family and not have it be a condition of employment or a governmental edict coming down from the state of Illinois. Furthermore, healthcare providers, many nurses have phoned me and called me over the last several months concerned about the vaccination mandates. They're being told they must be vaccinated by a certain date, otherwise they'll be terminated from their position. For the last two years, we have had our healthcare facilities and our nurses on the front lines of this COVID-19 battle. Yet at this particular point in time, we're telling them, A, you either be vaccinated or B, there's the door. Many of these nurses do not mind being tested weekly. They are being tested weekly. They have been for a very long time. Many of these nurses have had COVID-19 and have discussions about natural immunity when it comes to COVID-19 and antibodies. So my opinion is we need to discuss the full gamut of COVID mitigation standards and not just have a one-size-fits-all government or employer edict that comes down to where you must be vaccinated or else. This bill just gives folks the opportunity to make that decision for themselves. We've seen locally some people also objecting to testing requirements. Under your legislation, could a business uh, still require weekly testing for COVID if someone uh, opts not to be vaccinated or to show proof of vaccination, would they still be allowed to require them to show that proof of negative COVID test as either a condition of employment or just a condition of, of entry to the business? This particular bill encompasses COVID-19 vaccinations only. So to answer your question definitively, it's related to COVID-19 vaccinations only. And the main reason that I filed it in such was because of the changes to the Healthcare Right of Conscience Act and the, the phone calls that I've received from healthcare providers and healthcare facilities and employees throughout the state of Illinois. Because at the end of the day, we must have that decision-making process for ourselves. We must be able to make the decision for ourselves of either A, we want to be vaccinated, or B, we do not. We do not need it to be happening, to have it happen through government edict, and that, that's just very important. And furthermore, if the government, if private businesses and private employers Make this vaccine fully optional, saying, here's the vaccine. Please do your own research. Decide if you want to take it. It is completely at your discretion. I feel that vaccination rates would go up because there's something inherently in each and every one of us as Americans, as citizens of this great state of Illinois, that if the government tells us we must do something, if if we're in a particular position where they say, you must do this, there's something inherently in each and every one of us that throws up a red flag, and we're suspicious of it. We're suspicious of an ever-growing government, and rightfully so. So giving folks the opportunity to sit down and have these discussions the proper way, I do feel the vaccination rates would increase. So so you're saying that people essentially, uh, something that they would otherwise do that could be in their own best interest, but they're refusing to do so out of spite because they're mad they're being told to do so? That could happen. That could possibly be something that could occur, but it definitely adds to the issue because what it does is it makes people think, okay, what, what's, what's going on with this vaccine? Why is it being forced on us so vigorously? And why is it being a condition of employment? Why is it being something that's being forced down by the government? So it most certainly adds to, it adds to that fear. It adds to that particular issue because over the last two years, there have been so many 
so many talking heads on this issue when it comes to what we should do as, uh, under COVID, what we should do under the mitigation standards. And again, I believe we should have an all-encompassing approach that incorporates all of this instead of a political agenda that pushes forward masks, edicts, and, 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 and just big government on everybody in the state of Illinois. Talking Representative Adam Niemerg about his legislation. He calls it the Freedom Act. Uh, set aside government mandates for a moment. If a business says, uh, we, for the protection of our other staff and for our patrons, we want our workers to be vaccinated, we want our customers to be vaccinated. If you're a, a performance venue and you're having a, a crowded theater full of people, we want you to show proof of vaccination to be able to buy tickets for a show. Your legislation wouldn't allow that either, correct? Should a private business have the ability to make those decisions for themselves without the government telling them they can't do that? I believe that if you have a vaccine card and that if a particular business says you must come, if you come into my business, you must show a vaccine card. Or if you're going to work at this particular business, you must be vaccinated. In my mind, that is discrimination, plain and simple. You're discriminating between one particular person over another, and I don't see it any other way. Would you agree that, say, in a healthcare setting, for example, vaccinated workers pose less of a risk to patients and to coworkers than unvaccinated workers do? Would, would you feel that's a fair statement? Well, I would say this that when I receive phone calls from healthcare workers throughout the entire state, they're telling me that the breakthrough rates are. Are incredible that that a majority of folks coming in make the make make kind of the, the, the side comment that well I've already been vaccinated I've received the vaccine and here I am coming to the hospital uh, as a result of of, a, of getting COVID we have different variants that have occurred over the last several months we have different efficacy rates we have mRNA uh, based vaccines we have protein uh, uh, spike based uh, vaccines we have certain treatments that are now starting to come to light so. With all of this being said, with everything that is happening throughout the, throughout the state of Illinois, we need to really look at it individually and account for every single thing that's going on. We shouldn't have blinders on just to say, you're protected if you get the vaccine, because that is simply not the case. Efficacy rates are all over the board. There's different, different vaccines on the market. And we really need to be looking at this throughout the entire, the entire scope and not have blinders on to just saying, Folks, you need to get vaccinated and everything's going to be okay because it, it's proven that that is not the end-all, be-all uh, to, to fighting COVID-19. Well, I, I will say our local hospitals are indicating to us that still the, the majority, sizable majority of the people that are hospitalized or in ICU are unvaccinated compared to those who have been vaccinated. But I guess the question is, again, uh, these are medical institutions and they're saying just like we, they have uh, all sorts of requirements for infection control and you know uh, doctors have to wear masks in, in doing procedures, why shouldn't this also be part of their effort? Effort to create the safest possible environment, maybe not 100% guarantee, but the safest possible environment in that healthcare setting. Safe, to, to, to definitively answer your question, the safest possible environment defined by whom and defined by what government or defined by what business? Well, defined by a, so a healthcare argument, institution. I, I mean, uh, again, right, if and, a hospital and, and, wants and to make very, that policy, why, why shouldn't they be able to? Because it's a form of discrimination. It's saying you're going to discriminate over one employee over another based on their vaccination status. And again, this isn't a pro-vax or an anti-vax argument, but you have something that's been on the market for a relatively short period of time. You have folks that have had COVID-19 that have been showing to have antibodies and immunity to COVID-19. And you have nurses that have been on the front line for the last two years of this pandemic who are testing weekly, who are being forced into receiving the vaccine. 
So, again, I look at this as it, it, we've got to have all eyes open to this. And our rights, our fundamental rights as Americans guaranteed under the Constitution are non-negotiable. Even during times of a pandemic, even during times of a national crisis, they are innate and we must stand by those. Uh, Representative Niemerg, today in your news conference, you said you think leaders are using the pandemic as an excuse to strip Americans of their rights. Can you elaborate on that? Uh, to, to what end? Because it, it seems as though the objective here uh, w- with these regulations and with the public health professionals saying, you know, we should be vaccinating more people. The goal is to simply stop the spread of cases, bring the pandemic under control. What do you think is the long game here? What is it that uh, leaders are trying to accomplish to, in order to, quote, take away our rights? To, to what end? What's their final, ultimate objective here? It's a, it's a political agenda, essentially, is what it is. You look at uh, other states that are doing it differently with COVID mitigation standards. You look at other states that are not mandating children who are at a 0.004% hospitalization rate as a result of COVID-19. I had asked the IDPH in multiple committee meetings if COVID-19 led any more severity with these variants uh, than it initially had on our youth, and the answer was no. We have 90-plus percentile over the age 65 that have been vaccinated. We're in a position where we can have a targeted approach to this. We have other states doing it differently, yet we have a one-size-fits-all approach here in the state of Illinois that is wear masks and be vaccinated. Other states are doing it differently. Other countries are doing it differently. And it's all based on a political agenda. Again, our children should not be wearing masks in schools in this vaccine. This vaccine should be fully optional for folks throughout the state of Illinois. When you say children should be wearing masks in schools, a lot of public health professionals disagree with you. What's your basis for saying that? My basis for saying that is diving into the facts and, and going really into the IDPH. My basis for that is having conversations in committee meetings where I'm denied information for the IDPH or stalled for several months. In addition, you look at the facts, you look at what's happening in these schools when it comes to COVID-19 versus schools that are, are some schools that are still doing it with, with mass optional. There's, there's, there, there's not much of a difference there. You have, you have low cases in, in schools that, have, uh, that do not have mass mandates. It's a situation where children are not, they're no more susceptible than they were before to COVID-19, yet they're taking the brunt of this pandemic. They're the ones that are required to wear masks in schools, and it is inherently false to be doing so. Is your legislation going anywhere? Even your own party's legislative leadership in the House has not signed on to this as co-sponsors. You do have some co-sponsors, but Jim Durkin hasn't signed on. Other members of the leadership haven't. Is this going anywhere? I certainly hope so, Uh, Jim. I really do, because uh, it really... It uh, puts in statute uh, our freedoms as Americans and the citizens of this great state of Illinois. I've reached out to the other side of the aisle. I'm having conversations, and I've reached out to every uh, Republican member of the House to have these discussions. Uh, so I do believe it's vitally important that this legislation does pass, and I truly hope it can be done in a bipartisan manner. Representative Adam Niemerg, I really do appreciate your time here. Thanks for uh, spending some time with us, and we hope to talk to you again soon. Okay, thank you very much for having me on today.